Welcome back everyone to the Free Foot Tears podcast and this week we're going to have a little bit of a different format. We're going to be trying a new format with the podcast. So rather than having just the one big bumper weekly episode, we are splitting things down into two episodes. So today in this episode we are talking FIFA and football related stuff and then later in the week we'll be having a Q&A and hot takes episode so the q a section of it at the end is being in its own episode but as always in free foot tears podcast i am joined by with brad and luke how are you both doing today hello um yeah i'm okay it's been really muggy today i don't know about you guys where you are um i know we're me and mers are probably quite at other ends of the um of the uk really uh but yeah it's been super yeah. muggy despite the rainfall here today um and that's made me very uncomfortable at work I'm not gonna lie it's made me very uncomfortable at home. I'm somewhere in between. Mm. Yeah, you are. Like probably directly, almost in the middle of us. Pretty much, and yeah, it's still been muggy for me for sure. Also, hi, by the way. Uh, hello. Yes. Hi. I mean, I I've been at work, but when I'm at work, because I knew do a new sort of role at work where I'm feeling like beers was in spirits and down that air part of the store it's a bit disgusting because you have like 50 spotlights not really much of an air con going on so it's quite warm down there so it feels like i'm just sweating buckets yeah. all the time as i'm working so yeah a bit unpleasant but we are in footies week three right now and this time out we have siri uh, as the theme for the main bulk of it so with that obviously we've got some Serie A players SBC wise, so Barella won the free player vote with Duvan Tapa, who's come out tonight because we are recording on Sunday as second place out of the free players. Objectives wise, Dynamic Duo is not a perfect link. No. He is just a strong link. He is just a strong link with Tammy Abraham and Veratu, which is quite an interesting one because I thought I thought dynamic duos is meant to be perfect links. I thought or, so. Am I just wrong? I Don't. thought so, and I my prediction I thought was a shoe in. Paul Pogba, Rabio. I thought, come on, here we go. I'm going to get ahead of the game, but no, they disappointed us. Hasn't that? Haven't they both had cards previous years? I think it might have been the same year when it was firstly summer heat with the paint explosions. Didn't they both get cards oh, yeah. then? They were obviously they weren't a perfect link at the time because. Would have still been no, yeah, he was still at Man, Man but, U. But I did, yeah, they did they both it. get one actually? I remember, I do remember Rabio getting one definitely because Ndombele had one as well. I've, that, that was, yeah, that was FIFA 20. I'm pretty certain. Um, yeah, so Rabio definitely had one in FIFA 20. Did Paul Pogba have the one? I do remember the paint spatter. I thought it was brilliant. That that card design was so good. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yeah, 95 rated. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I suppose it would have been a little bit of a repeat, but hey, we do know he, yeah, he loved to do that anyway. And this whole promo is about repeats throughout this year, not prize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) How are you guys feeling about the Barella and Zapata cards? I know certain Luke will be happy with one of those players, for sure. Yeah, you know, Barella looks good. But uh, of course I care about the Colombian card. I need need to build an endgame Colombian team, okay? Preferably first owner. So I've been all over that Diaz, all over that Zapata. I will be part of him yet to complete him fully and I'm all over that Cordoba that I've got I mean have you been collecting them throughout the FIFA cycle what kind of a stupid question of course I have of course I'm on that okay 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 I see Colombia just, just, just double check I, I, I see Colombia is getting done 
So there shouldn't be a single Colombian player missing from your collection, yeah? That is most likely. Like spe- I've, I've not I've not got my club open at the moment, certainly. but I would I would assume so. Yes. In terms of the SBCs, they've added an additional SBC in terms of like these eighty-five plus, but they've had a ninety plus times seven mm. pack. The requirements for it was a bit interesting because they did it as free SBCs, so it was 89, 88, and then eighty-four rated teams. So a bit of an intriguing one because I was not expecting it to be that expensive. I thought like EA have generally tried to go with cheaper end of like the requirements. Like you look at the SBC players that have been coming out, like no one's been higher than 87, but that was only on one player. Everybody else has been typically around the 85 sort of mark. Yeah. Then you've got the 85 plus, that's 87, just a single SBC. And then they go and do this. I was like, ah, it's, what are you trying to do? Drain my club? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a weird thing, but I suppose at that point, I guess their thoughts are that a lot of people have done the 85 times 10s because by this point there's been, what, maybe eight attempts at the 85 times 10 so there's quite a lot unless you've got duplicates that you've had to obviously recycle quite a lot of players in your club where you'd get like most of this done um but not only that obviously um it's now at the stage where a lot of those cards are a lot cheaper in the game so that sbc even with how high rated those squads were was sitting at 350k now i know at this stage in fifa 350k is a lot we're not won't deny that like it is a lot of coins for people to be using right at the end of the game but you know at that at any other point during earlier in the years that sort of um ratings of sbc is closer to like three quarters of a million isn't it most likely i mean the problem is is a lot of the fodder cards are going up in price a little bit like this is the one time where fodder cards have actually genuinely done a proper rise um, beyond like maybe the icon SBCs having an effect of the, on them mm. so uh, you yeah. say that but I think actually some of the SBCs are a bit more expensive to do right now I just think that because like obviously there's so many special cards in packs now and it's like very easy to just pack a 90 something rated player who's worth like 20k um, whereas obviously during the rest of the years this sort of high rated SBC because there's not as many cards to put in and special cards are still holding some sort of value i think that's why they're probably done it knowing that like a lot of people will at this point have free you know free cards in terms of high rated fodder um mm. but not everyone does and if did people did want to do this to try and get that final push to get tots messi tots ronaldo um there's a lot of obviously other team of the year Jorginho's and things but then obviously not or rafael liao is in there isn't he? he's quite expensive still mm. um then I think I mean the craziest one I saw was Jude Bellingham's. Like to think that th- that card is now under a hundred k. And annoyingly, I got him in a player pick today and saw that firsthand. Yeah, you think that like even at this stage in the game, I know that like you know it's now coming to the end, and not a lot of people are are using this card, but maybe would like to experiment with it. And now they can because actually, as I just now typed in, he's fifty five thousand coins, which is insane. This card was how much at one point? Meal, was it? When I I packed him about what was it a week ago because I got him I can't remember which set of objectives but it was one of the player picks I opened it up for free wins I got Jude Bellingham and he was about 200k yeah. so and I think about a week he's dropped by 150k but I think the problem is is this is it 
uh, with all the packs, it causes them to drop down quite easily mm -hmm. because some people are opening up tradable packs. But I think as the price comes down, they get packs even more because it's like, hey, yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, we'll increase the pack weight of this one because he's quite cheap because they want to keep the expensive players as the reduced pack oh, weight yeah, and cheap definitely. ones have the increased pack weight. So I think that just causes the collapse in the price. Yeah, if people think that this is all based on ratings and they're wrong because like you would, that I remember like that 87 Renato Sanchez card, like yeah. wasn't commonly packed back in the day because of how expensive it was. It's definitely not based on rating, it's definitely based on price in game because yeah, like you say, people will now get Drew Bellingham and think, oh, I've packed a banger, and then now go and find out, oh, it's 50k. But that is happening to so many people. And I've seen, like, a lot of a lot of um, this, uh, these 90-plus rated things, a lot of people are actually getting, like, Team of the Years, like Team of the Year Hakimi or Team of the Year Jorginho, you know, and this, like, they're just stupid prices now. They are... They, I mean, yeah, they are stupid prices, but... The, f the good good tip is just buy some of them because once they go out of packs they'll go back up in price so that's a good treat yeah if you're interested right in making coins at the end I suppose just make sure yeah. they don't have a better version not in packs yeah but the fact that 97 Jorginho is now under 100k is just unreal team of the year is under 100k that's that's the times <laughs> that's the time to be alive what, what one thing I will say with footies is EA how long is it going to take you to release a centre back Oh like yeah, footy centre back is still again like midfielders, fullbacks because we've had Cornet um, as the other objectives player. <laughs> Diallo got Jonathan one. Jonathan David. Diallo got one last week. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Diallo. Yeah. Sorry, Diallo. Sorry, goalkeeper then. Goalkeeper. There you we go. Sorry, goalkeeper. I had something there you go. Se second centre back. You know, I want to complete a full footies starting eleven without having to have an outfield player in goal. Come on, EA, do it. De Gea. Hair. I want an improved version of the hair. No, let's know. go super He's got a and get Begovic. Begovic, jeez. Because what? The one that. De Gea's already got himself a. 93, 93 moments, moments card for Team moments, of Season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want a better version of that. You know? Really? That's, that's not going to come for like, like another Allison. month. You're, 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 that that came out what? Like March? No, no, uh, May, sorry. Yeah. So you want the May favourite to be... Okay. Surely the only person like most likely to get one is going to be Edison, given he's got no special card this year. Yeah, but the footies is about mainly players that it's partially... Except for the vote. I think the only time that it might be the exception to rule, but in terms of the favourites, like your general favourites and stuff like that, and footies favourites, is it's all to do with pe people that have had special cards and they're just like going, oh, you guys enjoyed this card in this month, right? Now here's a juiced up version of it. This is the perfect so. time to release Mandanda. Everyone loves Steve Mandanda. So we can expect to okay. see an improvement on the foot fantasy Jose Sar. Possibly. Yes, probably. The man that should have deserved to get a team of season card, yeah? Yeah. Definitely Save up there in takes. terms of that. Yeah. But talking about other things with footies, so obviously we have this weekly footies cup and quote unquote from myself here, biggest cock up EA have potentially made this FIFA, but it's more the biggest cock up because of the pure fact that people have been hugely punished well not hugely punished but they've been punished 
for EA making this mistake. So with the Footy Cup, we've had normally a five game per day limit on how many games you can play to get towards the 27 wins mm -hmm. and the rewards and stuff. But they forgot to do that this week. So everybody, including myself, when in the first like day, two days, trying to get to that 27 wins for the, the massive amount of rewards and stuff that you can get. But the problem was if you quit out or play X amount of games within a short period of time, like say half an hour, you get soft banned for 24 hours where you're not allowed to play any game. If you do try to play a game, you can play a game, but you'll get kicked out at the end of it and you'll get a DNF. So the game doesn't actually count, which is a bit of a silly thing because it's like, here you got a soft ban, but you can still play the game, but we'll kick you out at the end of it. Like, if you're going to put a soft ban, you should stop people actually physically we shouldn't be able match, mate. being able to go in the game. Yeah. Yeah, they should have locked it off, but they obviously didn't. So a lot of people, because I uploaded my rewards and there was, I was getting comments of people saying, oh, um, I can't seem to be able to play any games. I, I've reached the end and I'm getting kicked out. I'm like, okay, this is a bit intriguing. So I was like, I did another one saying, have any of you guys been soft banned? Put in the comment section down below. And like loads of people were just like, yeah, I've been soft banned. I've been soft banned. And it turns out, yeah, it's 24 hours which doesn't seem right. Like, if EA are making a, a, a massive boo-boo like this, you should not be punishing your player base because they're trying to do golden goal, which at the end of the day is just trying to save us time. I know... The weird thing is, is EA recently had modes with golden goal in it, but now they've sort of removed it from the mode, so I'm guessing they've gone back to their stance of, we don't like golden goal, how dare you do it? We don't want you to save yourselves time, but what do you think your what are your guys' stance on this right here with EA and people getting soft banned and them making the big boo boo in the first place? I'll let Luke start with this one because I'm trying to find the guy's name who I think is in charge of this. I mean, it's just dodgy as hell, right? I I'm fortunate. I haven't owned, I only just started doing mine today, so I've not been caught up in this this hot mess. But yeah, that's dodgy as all hell. I don't really. And know. the problem is. I don't know. If people have entered foot champs because they could, well, it started it before 6 p.m. on Friday, but then this came out and they're like, okay, I'm going to do this now, and then being soft banned all weekend, they might have lost the opportunity to play their foot champs or yeah. started playing the foot champs, played one or two games like with this soft ban on, not realizing the soft banned, and then getting DNFs because of it and affecting their results. I hadn't really yeah. thought of it that way, actually. That's. It crossed my mind. Like you say, it's potentially happened. ruined ev their whole plans for like their weekend of FIFA. Which might mean free entries to weekend league next week then for everybody. Whee! Maybe weekend league extended by a day. I mean, it's a bit late in the day for that to happen, but maybe. Yeah. I'd appreciate that because mm. I completely forgot about mine after starting Friday evening. Yeah, I'm, I'm now stupid and having to play a lot of games. So that's fun. Have you found out who this guy is that's apparently in charge my, um, of my, all of this? My browser seems to have just crashed. But basically, there was a guy who from EA who commented on a post I made about getting disconnected during a game. And I basically mentioned Golden Goal. And he took it mm -hmm. the wrong way. He was commenting, basically saying, like, well, if you see our rules on Golden Goal, then you'll understand why you got banned. And didn't realise that... Well, I wasn't actually talking about it, but also that EA obviously have 
at that time had a golden gold mode. So what he was talking about anyway didn't make sense to what I was talking about because I was referring to like the golden goal mode. It's just that I didn't say mode. I said the words golden goal and he took it as the, you know, what we do as a community and um, started sending me links to like this. You should look at EA's rules on this on this YouTube video link and see uh, how we deal. And it was just all a bit weird. So I reckon that this is the guy who's who's been in charge of this Um He's maybe he's maybe even a Birmingham supporter and is a little bit annoyed that Birmingham don't have any footies cards in the promo um, because they got all their special cards during the year. And uh, this is maybe like his final attack on, on EA. Well, Chong's missed his opportunity. He is probably the strongest uh, candidate for footies favourite. Oh, yeah, definitely. For whatever month he came out yeah, in. Yeah, he probably was, yeah. It would have been like November, December, I think. So it was, it was the same time as Cavalera, actually. It's pretty, pretty simple. There you go, Fulham, Fulham better than Birmingham City. Confirmed. Confirmed. But yeah, it won't be the last of EA's massive mistakes, but in terms of level of mistakes, I do deem this as one of the worst because of pure fact that a lot of people have been affected. It was similar to, oh God, what was it? I was going to say maybe last year when they accidentally left a certain section of the web app open so people could give themselves oh God, free yeah. points and stuff like that. Uh, and then people would like getting punished for that. Or there was another one earlier this year with, I think it was Foot Champs. And then people got banned from Foot Champs or banned from, from the game for about a week. Yeah, because they were able to... Um, quit out, I think, and it oh, not affect yes. their win loss record. Yes, no loss glitch. No loss glitch for, yeah, and like people did it, and yeah, so everybody that was found to be doing it got banned, even though it was their obviously error. But I, I get what they're saying about people who shouldn't exploit an error if they find one. But at the same time, this year there's been so many to find. You know what? Like most people this time round have probably exploited an error, not realizing it's an error, and what are they going to do the same to them? You know. It's, mm. which like you say they have in a way because they've soft banned people and actually they're just not people are just doing what we've been doing all year it's like you say th it's not going to be the last one and especially as we now move forward into cross gen like yeah, there'll be oh, I feel like there'll be loads this year yeah exactly it won't be the f last and it definitely won't be the first big big one going from footies we're now going into summer swaps too so we've got another set of 50 tokens that are going to be released over the next few weeks and then we've got like the next batch of SBCs. they've added additional f um, fodder pack as well which is looking quite good yeah. but I, i'm just going to initially say i think because of how late in the stage of the game is i only really care about the, f uh, the fodder packs i don't really care too much about like the team of season shapeshifter player picks and stuff that are going to be in it but we'll run through some of what is available in there so you can get obviously the footies player in the second batch is ben yedda mm. so that is a big big player yeah i mean 98 and 97 rated versions of that card strike the 98 one with 99 pace 99 dribble and 99 shooting if he wasn't ratty enough in the game. And the thing is, he's got a team of season card that is more than suffice in my opinion mm -hmm. as well. I mean, I love that card. 
So, in terms of the expense of them as well, come down a little bit in price for the tokens, because the highest one is 36 for Cruyff, but then you have like Icon Moments, 94 plus, 1 of 4, player pick for 34, and 96 plus Shapeshifters player pick, yeah. which is an intriguing one, for 32, 1 of 5 as well. So that now, because 95 plus was in batch, uh, some swaps one. So this one's now 96, but a bit more expensive. So looking quite interesting. But they do have the 95 plus again. Yeah, just and that's 17. been reduced down to 17. Mm. But you've got the 82, 83, 84, 85. And now you've got an 86 plus times 15 fodder pack. But for me, at this stage of the uh, cycle, when I've already been doing quite a lot of shapeshifter player picks and team of seasonal shapeshifter player picks either through the rewards or the SPCs that are coming out I don't think there's much point going and grinding out too badly at this stage of FIFA for the tokens I'm, I'm just going to go yeah I'm going to take the 23 I believe it is uh, yeah 23 worth of tokens for the fodder packs and maybe if I have extra maybe go for like Zambrot for 4 yeah and then maybe the Nightfall Plus shapeshifters if I've really managed to earn a decent amount. But what are you guys wanting to do with the summer swaps too? What you maybe initially thinking about wanting to take? And generally, do you think it's even worth them putting in some of these when you consider like what we've had so far? I mean, the thing is, like to 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 us maybe not, but some people that like might have an affiliation to Ben Yedder or have an affiliation to Croy for something like that. They're the sort of people that are going to obviously go and take those players. But I think a lot of people will want to try these bigger packs out, like the 94 plus moments pick or the 95 plus moments pack or the shapeshifters ones, like you said. Um, I can see them being like one of the po popular things to go for with a mixture of the um, fodder packs. For me, I'm just going to be a bit like you. I'm going to go for the fodder packs and if i get something else then i'll be happy like i grinded out to get my 95 plus shapeshifter player pick and i did get kante and that was incredible mm -hmm. but at this point now as we near that end and we're looking for that repeatable 85 times 10 to just pack those absolute bangers then i'm probably just going to try and build fodder to just help me when those packs come along to make it a little bit easier especially given that like we just had the 90 times 7 so once we get these swaps done and we get even more higher fodder, what are we going to get next? Is there going to, you know, is there yeah. going to be, are they going to up it to a 90 times 10? Like, you know, there's still scope to move along, isn't there? Or or are they going to just keep repeating the 90 times 7 now, in which case then we need, you know, more as much fodder as possible. So, yeah, I'm not bothered about players as such, uh, especially, like you say, Tots Ben Yedder, only at 150k. If you want to try them out, most people can get 150k fairly easily. Um... And the Di Natale shapeshifter heroes, I think a lot of people would maybe at this point have been lucky enough to pack him. So, um, And the only one is yeah. Icon Moments Coif, and I've actually used him in draft, and this year I haven't gotten well with him as I did last year. Last year I thought he was an incredible uh, icon in the game. This year, not so much. Luke, what are you thinking? I'm the only guy that does it for the content. I'll, I'll do the, sort of one of the most expensive ones, 100%. I probably will mm -hmm. still try and get that Kante myself. Uh, so the 96 plus would probably call out to me. The shapeshifter player pick. Yeah, I respect yeah, yeah, that. 30, 32. 32 to yeah, 32 tokens. Now, what if I said... Hmm. 
shapeshifters are going back into packs potentially on Friday. I wouldn't be shocked. It, it's it's fairly expected that just good things are going to be in packs at this point in FIFA. Would that change your mind? Like if you, because the thing if is, if I get Kante before, then yes, a... that changes my yeah. mind. Yeah, okay. Kante is the card I want. Okay. Damn it! Bear in mind these these packs get released. These, these reward SBCs get released on the twelfth of August, I believe. So yeah. by then, how likely is it the eighty-five times ten is just repeatable already? Just to consider that. At that point, you're probably gonna look at oh, there's probably gonna be probably gonna be eighty-five times tens repeatables. I mean. The ninety times sevens already now on you. You can do it again today. Yeah, if you did exactly. it. Yes, yeah, so on daily refresh at the moment at ninety plus. I think it is just trying to encourage people to waste up some of the fodder in the clubs and stuff. And I am one of those people. And to be fair, there's no reason why that might not be this year's new eighty-five times ten. The eighty-five times ten still exists as well. Yeah, like why not just at the end of it recycle that ninety times seven. I mean, that might be a harder situation to do another one with just the seven players, whereas in the thing with last year and the 85, that was, impossible that was repeatable. That you was, yeah, you could just do it, yeah. Because of the fact that it was just the one SBC. If they keep the 90 plus times seven as a free segment SBC but, until the end of FIFA, then... But if you remember, they did... When you had the 85 times 10, they had the Icon Moments SBC. And you could do them both. Yeah. Like, you could do exactly. a part of the Icon Moments SBC and also do the 85 times 10 over again. So I, I wonder if that's what they'll do. Like, keep the 90 times 7 there and you'll be able to gradually work away at that with your dupes and still do the 85 times 10. I, I would say it's the 85 plus and an Icon SBC side by side. That's That would be my... Because people want the Icon SBC... Yeah, because, definitely. Uh, that, yeah. That's the only way you can get the icons, is you can't get the icons in the 95 or the 85 plus. No. So. Oh, I mean, I just wanted so I can get my first gas. Yeah, I was going to say, that was the only way I got Ronaldinho last year. I got all of them last year, let's be honest. That day was, yeah, they're all there. But let's leave the FIFA talk there, and let's talk about the ladies' Euros final today. So mm. the final result is... England win it 2-1 against Germany in the final. So England ladies team is crowned champions of Europe. What are you guys thinking? I, Luke, you've watched pretty much most of the game. So I think you're the best suited here to comment on like how well the team played during especially the first 90 minutes, I think. Yeah, so I didn't watch much of extra time as we had to sort of head off towards this um, at that stage. So I disappeared off. But what I did catch of the first half and second half was it started out, we had a great chance in the first minute with, I believe it was Ellen White with a header. And then it was a, it was a fairly back and forth game the first half, I think. There was a massive goal line scramble, which could have definitely gone badly for England. There was even a VAR check in there for a mm -hmm. handball. Then the second half started and... You could feel the game had changed because Germany were suddenly all over us. They we we were struggling to do anything. Yeah. And then the goal the goal went in. Classic FIFA. We we get a one through ball through the entire team. Dink the keeper. Job done. And then we controlled the game for about twenty minutes and what seventy fifth, eightieth minute, somewhere around that time frame. Germany then get an equaliser. 
from a byline and back routine. And yeah, it looked sort of shaky for England from from there out for me until until I disappeared in about the 90th minute. Yeah, I thought so from that point. I definitely thought that we were going to have kind of not done enough to stay in it to get it to extra time. I actually thought Germany were going to not only just equalise but come back. Like you say, they started the second half so strong that I thought actually we could be in trouble now. Got it to extra time, brought on a sub and... Um, and yeah, it's it's one of those things where I guess if it's meant to be your day, it's meant to be your day because it wasn't the nicest, cleanest of goals um, to to win it. But, you know, if you ever said to us, will we take a scrappy goal to win the Euros, uh, whether it be women's Euros, men's Euros, either way, obviously we would say yes. Um, and yeah, so uh, substitute came on in the 64th minute so actually came on before Germany equalized um, but Chloe Kelly just basically finds herself kind of uh, on the on, on a receiving end scramble of a corner poking away um, and it just sort of keeps fumbles a couple of times back into a path and eventually finds it clear through to the goal uh, and then they just kind of actually saw the game out quite nicely I saw like right towards the end in the final moments we're just kind of keeping possession um, in the opponent's half and kind of saw it out quite nicely in the end um but it's awesome isn't it like you know like it's all of this this whole thing has been awesome like I was, i've seen so many things been talked about it like in the sense of like this is the best england women's team that we've had but it also makes that the case for the future not just for england's women's football but for women's football in general because this being one, an England victory, but also two, being in England will spark up so much interest for girls at school now to want to play football. And you've got then more interest, which then means you're developing more players, which then means your pool of players for that best of the best to come from is bigger. So whilst our team is really good now, it's come from a pool of players that is lesser than what it will be in, say, six to ten years' time when girls that are now eight, nine, ten are going to be, like, 18 and will be playing at a level that now will be, in that time, so much even better than it is now, especially with you then get the other side of fitness and football science and all that sort of stuff added into it as well um so it's it's very exciting for the future of women's football and um nice to see that it's i think it's gonna be a massive boost to certainly england's um football academy and actually one of the girls in the team is um from around my area as well from north horsham not far from norwich and the other thing is it will bring in more investment as well yeah it should it should do i was talking about this a little bit today um at work uh so, like someone mentioned about like it being you know it being on tv and now and is this the wrong time because it's not big enough yet and as well as you know it's gonna it's that kind of tournament and it is at that level now where it is going to reach tv so that i don't think that's the issue i just think it's not going to attract like that big big money thing we talk about it we've talked about it previously and it's always that thing of like you know these rich people come in and inject loads of money into like men's football but, but that's because there is so much money and advertisements and everything in men's football we know that it's massive in terms of its scale but there will be more there will be more 
as we now move on more for like advertisements more for sponsorships more for promoting brands and stuff and that's obviously the way it should be like it should be we're leaning more towards like we use that term equal rights but it's not I don't always think that's the right term because they're fighting against a (laughs) they're now fighting against what has been a male dominated sport for so many years and is such and is so massive as a male dominated sport that equality probably unfortunately won't ever be achieved because it will never maybe be able to reach those heights but it's certainly going to reach incredible heights like as a sport for women's football um so yeah definitely there's there's always massive positives to come from this there's going to be a lot more like i say a lot more interest a lot more things you'll get a lot more like um things like little things like community centers and things like that that will run like little clubs and football you know them sort of places will boom and be a little bit brighter because they'll get more interest and people come to them for football classes and things like that so generally across the board it's, it's massive massive for the game do you want to add anything else luke uh the, the only thing i forgot to mention was there was a post hit by germany just before their goal uh, yeah thing i can really touch on tipped onto the post just wasn't it i think but yeah was just about yeah uh, i think yeah, i think everything was... else has been covered good good victory indeed uh even if i'm a spain fan and not really in england <laughs> it's all right we knocked out spain how far did they, the get? they got knocked yeah. out by england oh yeah they did didn't they yeah. extra time goal well, that yeah. was a by the way that was a banger as well what a shot but now going into the men's football side of things and uh, some more confirmed transfers during the week over the past seven days so obviously the Jules Kyunde saga is definitely over he has gone to Barcelona for 50 million euros so it's even more money that Barcelona have spent on yet another it's crazy. signing it is yeah whilst not being able to play some of the player, <laughs> players not sign actually confirm the registration of some of their players as well yeah it is mental stuff uh, another one so we got Chris Richards, who has signed from Bayern Munich to Crystal Palace for 12 million euros. So nice young acquisition there for Palace. So Palace are definitely like looking like a team that is wanting to build that youthful team for the future, potentially under Patrick Vieira, depending mm-hmm. if he gets to stay there in the long term, of course. It's a pet project, basically. Then another signing we've got Leipzig to PSG for Mukulele mm-hmm. for twelve million euros. That's quite a cheap signing. Don't know whether that's because he's not got long left on his contract and potentially age. I'm not quite sure how old he is. I don't uh, think he's that old. He's I don't think he's old at all. I think what Mukulele is going to be twenty five a push. Let me just double check. So that's quite a cheap signing considering that l- l- numbers are are getting thrown out like left, right and centre on some signings like this transfer window. He's 24. Yeah, that's... But... That's that's quite cheap for a 24-year-old. Don't know what the contract situation was, but may, may, maybe he's entering his last year's contract. Yeah. That must, that, for that sort of price, that's what you must imagine it's got to be. Because otherwise, why is it not like over 20 mil or something like that easily? If it was longer than 12 months left. But another signing confirmed for West Ham. So from Susuolo to West Ham is Samaka for 36 million euros. So 
competition for Mikel and Antonio. I think a lot of people have been saying that is being needed and also just because it offers a better option potentially because Mikel Antonio is a bit hit and miss in front of goal. And then last sign-in here, which when I was looking it up, I was saying this is player unknown, unknown entity, because it didn't show any name, picture whatsoever. But Tell has moved from Stadren to Bayern for 20 million. So if you guys don't know, apparently it's an 18-year-old forward. 17. That 17-year-old mm. forward, in fact, yes. So hefty price for a potential future striker for Bayern. Because they've got Mane as well. So I guess that's playing back up to um, rotation option for Mane. Yeah, I think so. Although squad. that might be a little bit of a um, uh, a sort of shock for Chupa Moting. Um, Beat me to the punch. I was waiting for that. I was waiting for a Chupa Moting joke. Yeah. So, um, you know, he's probably going to have to like find himself going to Real Madrid or Barcelona. During this transfer window, Barcelona. No, they'll, they'll pay the transfer. Yeah, probably Barcelona, Barcelona. Yeah, and like, like, I mean, PK must be absolutely fuming. Let's face it. Like, PK, De Jong, many, <laughs> many people. They're like, be fuming. Seeing that, like, the, you're bringing another player in and they still haven't been paid their wages. I mean, come on now. Like, there's got to be a point where you just think, like, you are actually taking the. I'm pretty certain they have a deadline of when they have to pay the wages. These, uh, they're not. There's technicalities with this, I'm pretty certain. From when I looked into it, it's... Oh, what's the term? It's not consolidated. It's... Um, I'll think of the term. It was something I used to talk about when I used to, used to be in pensions. But, yeah, I think it might be deferred. Deferred wages is what they oh, are. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've deferred, heard that yeah. term, yeah. So, yeah, the, the one I touch on is, is Skamaka. Antonio definitely fell off midway through last season. He started it incredibly. Start I think it was really well, then, 11 yeah. goals at one point by December, I'm going to say. And then not much since then. West Ham were crying out for a striker in January. They didn't go out and get anyone. But the last Italian striker they had, Simone Zaza. So, you know, just just, just pray that Skamaka is not the next Simone Zaza. No, no yeah. million step run-ups to sky a penalty. N- none of that. Hopefully, for their sake, he is a is a quality striker that can help elevate him up the league. I've seen him in a couple of games for Sassuolo, and he looks actually pretty good. To be fair, Mm. Uh, I don't think there's really anything else to be added to confirm transfers. Rumors wise, um, there's obviously still the ongoing situation with CR Seven of is he going? Is he not going? Apparently, he's asked Man United to terminate his contract so that he can leave essentially on a free. Now, that's quite an interesting one because he's only got a year's contract left. So he could potentially do it because there is an article within the regulations of UEFA and of all FIFA. I don't know which one it is. It might be FIFA, actually, where players can get the last year of the contract cancelled so that they can leave um, but sometimes players actually pay out the final year of the contract some people on Twitter saying that surely CR7 could easily afford to do that if he really wanted to yeah of course but obviously he does not really want to and he, I, I do f- and as much as he like 
may not like the situation he's in. He might see that like as a little bit of like a sign of disrespect to Man United if he did it. So there might be that kind of playing into the factor, like that that kind of doing that sort of sets a different precedent, doesn't it? It's a different level of uh, just wanting the club to adhere to your wishes to having to take matters in your own hand. They're like two different things, aren't they? And I think maybe you wouldn't want to go out that way. Um, and we'll just hope that they'll give him what he wants. But I also have seen other things mm -hmm. that saying that he's had chats with Ten Hag and, and like there's still plans, uh, but he needs he needs to get into a level of fitness that Ten Hag wants him to be at in order to, to feature for Man United. So who knows at this point? Another rumour I can see here is apparently Chelsea are preparing a Frankie de Jong bid. <laughs> so... Chelsea seem like they're linked with quite a lot of people uh, as well, but they that a lot of the time it seems to get hijacked or stuff, something like with the Ake situation where Man City just end up refusing because they've already lost a lot of players, mainly to Arsenal. This transfer window, mm -hmm. yeah, it's it's they've not had the greatest of 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 times in the transfer window so far. They've lost you know a few. Integral players, Rudiger being kind of the main one. Um, I saw him a little bit in the game against Juventus. And yeah, I think like like you say, they've been certainly everyone they've gone for or seem to be interested in, somebody else has taken them off their hands. And I just think, is it Chelsea or is it, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe people are still a little bit worried with what has gone on there in recent times and recent ownership and not enough is known at the moment maybe about the new owners but people have their reasons i guess and uh yeah whether they actually do manage to make any decent signings um well, i say decent signings obviously they have they've, they've got raheem sterling it's all to be it's all to be to be seen i think and maybe they, they do need a couple of signings just to maybe make their fans feel a little bit happier about how they've acted in the transfer window and sticking with Chelsea and another one that they're linked with because they want another centre-back. Now it's Wesley Fofana's turn to be linked with Chelsea. Oh. And that one's going to be a hefty one because he's got five years left on his deal with Leicester. And apparently Leicester are going to be asking for at least £80 million wow. for him. So, uh, yeah, I think that's going to be another one that does not happen. Have we seen enough of that guy for him to be eighty million? Well, he's injured. Yeah, a he lot had his of last yeah pre-season. Season. He had his leg snapped, didn't he? So um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. And before that, he had a good season, like the season before that. Yeah, that's a lot. To, that's a lot to stake on someone that yeah, like you say, we've, we've only really seen one, one really good season out of, and then he spent the other one injured. I know when he came back, he looked still pretty good. Yeah, there's not really much else can add to the transfer rumours and confirmed transfers. So that is going to be it for this part of this week's episode. Uh, so we're going to have the second part later in the week for the Q&A and hot take. So those that are still not quite new and understanding or being long-time listeners, yes, this week is going to be feeling very weird with the changes that we are making. But guys thank you for listening to this week's episode of free foot tears podcast uh football and fifa talk uh brad and luke thank you for participating in the podcast as always always a pleasure no worries uh, and we'll see you all in the hot takes and q a part of this podcast bye-bye bye-bye
Right. 